peace. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the House of Peace podcast, where we talk about God and, we ha- and where we have honest and open conversations to raise awareness about Jesus and who he really is. Uh, we really want to talk about Jesus in a way that relates to everyone in their lives, especially for those who might be new in their Christian faith or don't yet know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Um, so with me today is an awesome person. Uh, he's a leader. He's a normal guy. He's a guy that would eat breakfast and have deep conversations with you at like 7 a.m. in the morning. He's a guy that would eat Chinese buffet with you every second weeknight. But most importantly, he's a man of God, and that's why I've brought him along today. So without any further ado, let me introduce to you Adam Wong. Hey, Adam. Hey, hi, everyone. Thanks for the introduction, Ilham. (laughs) So, Adam, can you tell us, um, uh, I guess, more importantly than what you do for a living, um, why are you a Christian? Yep. So a little bit about me. I am currently working as an accountant in an accounting firm um, based up here in, or down here, wherever you are, um, in Brisbane. And uh, yeah, I go to a local church called Hope. Um, I've been a Christian now for for a while. (laughs) Um, I think I was born into a Christian family, but only really knew Jesus for myself in, in high school. So why am I a Christian? Well, I would credit it to that one day when I was 14 years old, um, yeah, where God spoke to me and basically revealed himself to me in in a whole personal and powerful way. And um, yeah, haven't turned back since, and here I am. Yeah, that's, whoo. (laughs) Cool. Uh, That's a little bit about Adam, and he's an amazing person, and I'm sure that he's actually going to have a lot to um, say today because he's obviously more experienced than me. so yeah, I just wanted to introduce the topic that we're going to talk about today. It's the Holy Spirit. I really think that this is one of the most, I would, I would say, contested kind of facets of Christian life. And I really want to show you guys, the listeners, the true beauty of the Holy Spirit and how it really works in people's lives to achieve what is good, what is beautiful, and what is righteous. So, you know, we have to take a step back and talk about the Holy Spirit as if we didn't believe in God, because I think that's a great starting point for, you know, people who don't yet believe in God. And so I think a part of the challenge um, for especially uh, non-believers, I guess people new to Christian faith even, actually lies in believing in something that cannot be explained. So in other words, something supernatural, something that can't be proved or disproved by science. And once you can sort of open your mind up to that, we can really work our way up. But the stuff we are going to be talking about, I feel, might not resonate with you unless you can open up your heart and mind to things that will not initially make sense to you or the world, but they will. So um, when we think of the Holy Spirit, what is it really? Is it like a wind? Is it like a bird? Is it like a fire? Um, One of the key examples in the Bible, Jesus says in John 3 verse 8, The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So maybe it is like a wind? Like, what do you think of that, Adam? Yeah, um, 
I think you put it really well, man, in the sense that it, it is something that is is can be very hard to grasp, especially for, I guess, those listening who may not necessarily believe in God as yet or, or have that experience or that personal encounter with him. Um, it can be very abstract. And I think the verse that you, you cited there, Ilham, is, is a really good description, um, really just to help us understand the Holy Spirit, because it very much is that it's not something you can you know it's not a someone you can touch and and feel and even audibly hear but um often it's yeah, it's it's the impact that you feel of it you know and whether it be just in the the strength that the holy spirit gives or the power it gives or even just the comfort you know that it gives in in the times where we are low so i agree um, with what you're saying, in in a sense that it's not <laughs> not the easiest to grasp, especially for those unfamiliar with God. But but he's definitely someone who's real, and or at least I know he's real in my life, and um, whom I feel and and yeah, and can relate to. Cool. So I just want to take it back to that concept of wind. So when we think of wind, what is it? I, you know, sometimes I'd like to think of wind as kind of like it actually is an invisible energy that makes the clouds move and like the trees sway. So I guess I want to relate it to God's spirit, the Holy Spirit. Um, it's living and it's real energy. So, you know, when we think of, um, for example, our breath, we think of oxygen, we think of breathing in oxygen, and then we think of exhaling carbon dioxide. That's like respiration, right? So then I could argue that breath gives us, gives us life and energy. Well, I kind of believe that's what the Holy Spirit is. It's sort of like God's energy. It's invisible, but it's able to create wonders that us humans ne- honestly never thought would be possible. So um, in that note, Adam, I have a question for you. What is the work of the Holy Spirit? Or in better words, what does the Holy Spirit do? Yep, that's a really, really good question. Um, many, many things, as as you know, you'd uncover in Scripture. But I think, you know, the Holy Spirit is described as having many roles, you know, things like the Spirit is our advocate, our counselor, our comforter, our, our teacher. Um, and so, yeah, essentially that's the work of the Spirit um, in us and, and through us. You know, he He comforts us in times of, of mourning. He gives us instruction. He, he gives us strength when we need it. Um, and in some in in some passages, you'd read that uh, he even transports people from place to place, which is, which is quite interesting. But uh, I think a key work that the Spirit does, though, uh, is really to give us power. Um, essentially, that's what Jesus said that the Holy Spirit would be sent to do. Um, you know, after he he had ascended, um, and power for what? Well, to do what what Jesus essentially asks us to do, which is just to be a witness. You know, of of his good news and of of the heavenly kingdom, um, just to the people around us. So, um, yeah, the Holy Spirit does does many things and has many roles, but. Essentially, it is that vehicle, that carrier of power um, to us and through us from, from God. Um, but for, I think for me personally, though, I think the Spirit is is very much my my comforter, you know, and, and it may not sound, it may not make sense, I guess, to those who may be hearing that they don't really know much about, about God or, or that. But um, yeah, he, he really is just a presence in my life that really helps me through dark times or, or low times. Um, yeah, and, and it really is God um, in that. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, so, I guess as a as a as a Christian, uh, we saw, um, I've heard of this phrase that Christians are baptized 
with the Holy Spirit. And obviously, I assume that you've been baptized with the Holy Spirit because um, you are a Christian and you've just claimed that you have that um, power of comfort inside of you. What do you what what does that actually mean um, when when it says that Christians are baptized with the Holy Spirit? What's the purpose of that baptism? Yep. Um, again, really, really good question. <laughs> and to be honest, it is a whole other podcast or, or lesson in itself. But I'll, I'll do my best to kind of unpackage it. And forgive me if I'm you know preaching or whatever. But uh, essentially, I think we need to understand first and foremost that baptism, you know, in and of itself means to, to immerse right like it, it is an immersion or uh, imagine you know a, a covering or, or being filled you know by something and and so a holy spirit baptism is essentially that it's to be immersed or filled by the spirit um, and it sounds a little bit you know out there but in reality what this essentially means is just the holy spirit of god um, coming to us you know invading our lives and, and just filling us up essentially you know in the spiritual sense and bringing with it power you know and 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 to me the holy spirit baptism uh, it's not just yeah some sort of spiritual jargon but what it is is just god releasing his power in me and and through me um and and its purpose it's clear it's essentially yeah to enable me to do the works of god um enable me to to be who he's called me to be um in in a way that i couldn't achieve on my own so yeah so holy spirit baptism is just the filling or the empowering of the spirit on you and why it's to achieve the the purpose and will of god okay cool that's that's really good um i guess in line with that you said it it enables um i guess it enables people who have the holy spirit to do the works of god um that's actually like kind of the answer to my next question but i guess can you provide um, for the listeners some examples of what the Holy Spirit can enable Christians to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, in in Scripture, you know, if you, you read in the New Testament, it talks about spiritual gifts, um, things like teaching, uh, prophecy, healing, uh, speaking in, in a heavenly language, and, and even serving or giving. And there's a reason why it's called spiritual gifts, because it's gifts that result from the spirit at work in us and the spirit um, enabling us. And so to your question, Ilham, you know, what does it actually specifically enable us to do? Well, essentially enables, enables us to do um, exactly this, you know, to, to teach, to, to lead, to prophesy, to speak in different languages, to, to heal and to serve. Um, essentially, I guess what the modern day average person would call a miracle or um, something spiritual, you know, that's, um, yeah, that's what the Holy Spirit would enable us to do because it's not something that in and, our, in and of ourselves as just human beings, um, we would necessarily be able to do. Um, for example, yeah, prophesying, which is essentially speaking something that is true the future or to come, which is it's pretty out there, but but that's, yeah, one of the gifts of the Spirit. Cool. Um yeah, you know, and when I first started going to a Christian Bible study group, uh, a life group, as um, you know, some people call them, Adam was Adam was my leader, and and one of the first things that really, actually, honestly, freaked me out at the time was when um, everyone started um, speaking in tongues. <laughs> it was it freaked me out so much, um, and I didn't understand that at all because one of the first nights that I went to was. Um, a prayer night where everyone was going off and they're really deep 
um, in God's presence and really filled with the Holy Spirit. And they were just saying things and words that I've never even heard of. So Adam, can you explain to me what um, speaking in tongues is? Ooh, that's um, so it's it's a contentious one. That one, that particular <laughs> gift of the spirit. So I'll be very careful with my words. Um, there are whole schools of thought on it. I have to be very honest with you. Um, but what it essentially is is speaking in a language that is not of this world, um, or in a language that is not your own. Okay, and for some, you know that. Doesn't make any sense. That's okay, <laughs> but it, it really is a an exercise of faith, essentially. Um, you know, when a person and you would have seen it, Ilham, when you joined us for that that prayer meeting that night, and and every every meeting subsequent to that, um, just different ones, sort of what sounds like mumbling of words or just uttering of you know intelligible, ineligible um, syllables. What it is, is essentially allowing the spirit to pray through us or to, to yeah, essentially speak through us. And the um, main purpose, I think, which is probably more important to understand um, of that gift is, is really the strengthening of our own spirit man, the strengthening of our own faith. And which is why sometimes, you know, people question as to, you know, what, what's the use of it if no one can really understand or if it creeps people out, such as yourself. <laughs> um, but what, what it is essentially for the believer, for the Christian, is that strengthening of, of our own inner spirit um, when we let the, the Holy Spirit just pray through us and lead us um, in, that, in that language. Uh, and just to share, I guess, a little bit for, for myself, you know, when I first received that, that gift and then the spirit for myself, um, while it was a little bit weird, for sure, 100%, I won't deny that, but it, it did bring a noticeable comfort and a noticeable power, or I wouldn't say power, but but just strengthening um, inside of me that I can't really explain, you know, to someone who, who would have never experienced it, but but it is real and it, it, it is a feeling that, that I get when I do pray in tongues. Um, I think just wisdom needs to be exercised when, when it is used, but yeah, that, that's what I would say. Yeah, and, and you said that you know it's a contentious uh, kind of issue um, because you know there is there is it's something that we can see and hear in practice, and I feel like that's one of the things that might um, you know make it contentious. But I feel like if we just stick to scripture, kind of work on that basis, then what you said is I think it's great. Um, and so I, I guess this leads us to the last question um, before, you know, the end of the podcast, you know, as for those listening who might not yet believe in God uh, or in Christianity, um, how can, I'm asking this on behalf of those people, if that's okay, how can I be filled with the Holy Spirit? What do I, what do I have to do to actually get the Holy Spirit um, to be filled with it like you have, Adam? Yeah, um, really awesome question. And if that's you, um, I think that's awesome. You know, uh, Ilham, I'd, I kind of re I'd repeat what you said at the start where you encouraged us to simply just open our mind, open our hearts to the possibility even um, of God out there and, and his Holy Spirit and what he could do for us. Um, I think I'd say a few things. First thing being that it's, it's really a gift. You know, the Holy Spirit is not meant to scare us. It's not meant to, you know, creep us out. but 
but what it is, it's really a gift to us, you know, someone whom we can rely on, trust in, confide in, and, and find great comfort in. Um, and so, you know, I believe that God, he, he's a good God, you know, and he desires good things for us. Um, so if, if that's you, you know, and you want the Holy Spirit, I'd encourage you just to ask, just to, to say, hey, God, you know, uh, in this moment, I believe you're out there. You know, I believe that your Holy Spirit is, is a thing. He's real. Um, you know, will you will you show me? Will you, will you give that to me? I want to experience you and your power in my life. And, um, and that's and that's perfectly biblical as well, because the Holy Spirit, time and time again, we see is received by faith. Um, and what faith is, is simply believing or trusting that something is true and and God will respond to your faith. So yeah, if that's you and, and you want the Holy Spirit, um, really all that all it is, is, is simply asking God for it, um, whether you're, you're in your room or you want to attend the church and, and find out more, that's all good. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an open invitation essentially and God is more than ready to give it to you. Um, for myself, uh, when I asked, I, I prayed with a friend. So maybe if you have a Christian friend, you could you could do that. Um, but yeah, a friend essentially just prayed over me, and and we asked God together to fill me with His Holy Spirit, and and He did. So yeah, it's it's really just a matter of asking in faith. Okay. Um, so you know, uh, I guess as a follow on to that, and I did say the previous question was the last question, but now I'm really curious. Um, if if it's if it's okay with you, can I ask when you when you are filled with the Holy Spirit um, with your friend, what happened? Did you feel anything? Um, did you did you did you kind of know that something changed in your mind, or you know, just explain if you can? Yep, yep. Um, I'll do my best. So I think first of all, it might be different for for any one of us but what we see in i guess i'll start with scripture is is that evidence of the spirit coming upon someone often is is power or um in in acts you know we read of of the speaking in tongues so that's often you know an, an evidence that we we find for me it was that so when i had prayed and and asked God with my friend, um, I essentially began to, to utter things or to pray things that I had not understood. And that's how I kind of knew. Um, in terms of feeling, it, I didn't feel necessarily any different, like I wasn't floating in, in midair or whatever, but um, I did feel a warmth or just some sort of presence in me. And it sounds weird, it sounds scripted, but, but that's essentially what it feels like. And um, yeah, it's something that, you'd really only know once it happens to you. Um, but that said, the Holy Spirit can enter, well, can come upon you and, and fill you even without those things. So I, I, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be naive enough to limit God or limit the Holy Spirit to, to any particular, you know, experience. But um, that, was, that was what it was for me. Um, but for you, it could be different. You know, when you ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit, um, you could feel the presence, you could feel the warmth, maybe. Um, you could probably speak in tongues, but even if you don't, that's not necessarily a sign that it hasn't happened. Um, to me, what matters more is your faith um, to believe that God will, that God will fill you. Yeah. Wow, that's that's awesome. And I remember, uh, I'm not sure who told me. I think, yeah, it was in, in another Bible study that, you know, the Holy Spirit because it works in such mysterious ways it in my life uh, as an example it it worked in ways that were really subtle so for me i guess 
you know, um, it worked in a way that made me actually want to pick up my Bible and read it every day, even though there were days where I just didn't even feel like wanting to be close to God. I somehow still picked up my Bible anyway, and I feel like over time, um, my faith has really increased because of the Holy Spirit, not by my own works. Um, so yeah, like, wow. personally, it's for me. Um, yeah, so I guess um, as an ending, Adam, would you like to um, plug your church? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're in Queensland or any part of Australia, really, um, we have a church. I'm part of a church. Ilham is also part of a church um, called Hope Hope Church Brisbane. Uh, hit us up online. Um, as you are aware, the world is a very different place today. Everything is virtual. Everything's online. So do check us out. Um, our Sunday service is every Sunday at 10 a.m. or 2.30 p.m. Um, yeah, and everything's online, so just check out our website. We'd love to, to connect with you, welcome you. And um, live groups happen every Friday night at 6.30. So again, everything's on the website, hopechurchbrisbane.com.au. Yes, awesome. Uh, it's a great church. Uh, lots of young, vibrant people, if you're into that. <laughs> um, uh, live group uh, also happens, which is like small kind of um, groups, because obviously you can't have a personal, a more personal connection with uh, other like-minded Christians, you know, with hundreds of people there. So really encourage anyone in the Brisbane area because I know a lot of the listeners currently live in Brisbane to, um, you know, I think it's whatever URL Adam said to just visit that. So, yeah, um, cool. Uh, thank you so much, Adam. Uh, I know that uh, you're a really busy accountant man and an even busier man of God. Um, yeah, thanks. Oh, good. Um, thanks so much for the opportunity even just to feature on your, your podcast. It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, thank you, listeners. Um, and I will see you guys next month. Thank you to Elisha for making the music theme. Yeah, uh, God bless. Have a good month. <laughs>